0: Good evening and welcome to another Forty Shades of Footy podcast. Uh, my name is Jamie and I'm joined today by Mark. Good evening, Jamie. And Paul. Uh, good evening. New host and he's already veered away
1: from the, the script that's tried and trusted for the last three years.
2: Yep, already. He's also calling it a footy because he, he obviously read... The, the podcast Twitter account and didn't realise that there wasn't enough characters to put football
0: in it. Yes, I was actually thinking that. I thought it was more a sort of English influence. I was thinking uh, football. We could have done F I T B A. Never thought about at the time. Never thought about it. Really it. it no, like you don't really think at the time.
1: But anyway, uh, uh, three it. Scottish hosts. We never came up with that, right?
0: Uh, yeah, Paul Russell, you keep playing the Scottish card. So yes, um, Paul, can you tell me about the entrance music for today's uh, for today's podcast?
1: So obviously that was uh, by New Order. Um, that's because we've come to a, a momentous decision. After 130 or so episodes, we're going to revamp the uh, podcast slightly, introduce a couple of new sections, uh, and try and get more appeal for. Excellent, Mark. Do you want to
0: tell us a little bit more about what we're what we're going to do? What's the what's in the order going to look like?
2: Well, indeed. But just before we did, I was actually told that the reason why it was Blue Monday was because Olsen and Sue won both one and the weekend, and Sue so didn't, so it was a Blue Monday. But anyway. Um, so we're going to begin with uh, detailed, detailed reviews of, of, of the matches that we went to. Uh, and only the matches we went to, right? Only the matches we went to, right? No,
1: no speculation about this was probably like this, but it may okay. not have been. But.
2: So that means that come the close season, that, that's going to be really quick. Uh, a brief overview of other matches that we didn't go to and that we didn't watch, but that we got on Soccer Way. Uh, we're going to pick a winner and a loser of the week. So who is the team or the player who was the winner or the team or the player that was the loser. Uh, we're going to talk about what Korean fans are discussing this week, which is generally nothing, but anyway. Uh, we'll look at any other news, and we'll do a newest, newest, newest thing. Is going to be the Flash K-League, or the Flashback K-League. Which, now, this is
0: going to be called the K-League Classics.
2: Which is going to be basically where we preview something from history that some of our younger listeners might not know about, uh, and we're going to take you through it step by step and explain why it's an integral part. Of the illustrious blueprint of the Key League history.
0: Excellent, yeah, and we're gonna finish off each week of course as stock standard on the pod by reviewing or sorry, previewing the weekend's games. God you're as bad as his with your your <laughs> reading. <re-reviews laughs> right? Yeah, so let's say uh, let's uh, get on to go on to the business from this weekend. Paul Paul, which games did you make it to this weekend?
1: Uh, I made it to Sol Chiju. And while I was quite disappointed, I'm probably still the happiest out of the three of us, right? Yeah, I would, I
0: would think so. Yeah, um, probably.
1: this just shows
2: how far Seoul have fallen that you're actually happy to, to get a draw against Jeju, right?
1: Well, up until last year, Seoul had never lost to Jeju, and then they lost like a couple last year. So yeah, uh, a nil-nil draw um, at home. At home
2: to second place.
1: What? What? For for me, I thought Seoul did pretty well, but as ever, they lack a cu- cutting edge in the final third. I thought Cheju were pretty unadventurous. Mm. They didn't really go for it as much as I thought they would do. Um, obviously, 0-0 draw. Not much to say.
0: Okay. now I heard it was a good chance in the last few minutes, squandered by by JJ, though, Was
1: that? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of good saves made by our keeper, as as there is every week.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Dayan had an open goal. Some maybe I at five? the beginning, in the second, half, the second half, he headed headed wide somehow. Uh, and as you said, uh, come the death, Cheju could have won it, but they didn't. Does there ever draw for both teams, you think? I think draw is probably fair.
0: Who do you think is happier with that draw on both sides?
1: Uh, if you look at the other results in the, in, in the top half of the league, then you've got to say Cheju are going to be happy because Sol have lost ground again to everyone else except Cheju, right? Yep. So
0: yeah,
1: we'll, we'll get into that in a minute in, in my winners and losers of the week. Yeah. Okay,
0: sweet. Mark, what about yourself? What games did you, you make it to? Uh, the only
2: game I made it to, I, I went down to or up to uh, Buton on Sunday. Uh, for across, across for a uh, Bucheon versus Songnam, uh, got there a, a little bit early uh, to try and get served by by the one and only Wagoninho, who seems to spend as many times serving alcohol in the Asma store as he does actually playing. I think it's a one week on, one week off. Um, so got into the game, like got got to the way end, got seated. Um, a uh, pretty good game. Finished three two to uh, Buchon uh, Butchon raced. Well not raced, but Butchon scored. It was one at halftime. Um, keeper could have done better. I say the keeper could have done better with all three goals. To yeah, be honest, I think so, yeah. Uh, Kim Dong Jun is uh, as great as he was last year. He's been average this year.
0: That goal, the RBG goal to make it 2-0 was, it was, it was near
2: post, it yep. was from long range, there's really no yep. much excuse for it. So I went in 1-0 at half time, it, it seemed as if Park started the game for Songnam, uh, kind of sitting out his stall to defend and hold Butch on and go for a nothing each. Uh, but a couple of minutes before half time he brought in Kim Dong Chan, um, which he kind of was doing at the end, of the, at the start of the season, bringing a player on, You give him like five minutes of the first half. Second half we looked a completely different team. Puchon scored against the winner to play, I would say, to make it 2-0. And then up stepped big Philippe Holosky, uh, who scored two utter cracking goals again. What was his name, sorry? Philippe Holosky. Oh,
0: cool, cool. Many beers, many we so far.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad I'm pronouncing his name now and not at the end of the podcast, let's be honest. Um, he scored uh, two, yeah, two prominent goals again. Like uh, Both of them were crackers from the edge of the box. Um, put it back to two each only looked like one team winning to sound all Kevin Keegan Uh, and Buchan got a free kick and curled it into the the top corner a world world class uh, free kick and finished 3-2 we'd have to say over the 90 minutes Buchan deserved their win I would would say Uh, Sonam only started playing in the second half so yeah Uh, three points lost but with everything happening below us I didn't really have any impact on the playoff spots, and Songnam still looked pretty, pretty safe to be in the playoffs.
1: I think this was probably quite a key game for Puchon, right? Because in yep. recent weeks they've bottled some of the, sort of the do or die matches, and yep. to get three points in this will give them the push they need to hopefully make the playoffs come the end of the season. And
2: they push on for Puchon. Yeah. Well done, Paul. Um, so, yeah, anyway guys, that's the end of the podcast.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> that's that's
2: I mean, looking yeah. at it, I think, At the Songnam start, a playoff spot, to be perfectly honest, is a pretty huge achievement. Um, Looking at their home form against their away form, I know we lost 3-2 away from home, but looking at their home form against the away form over the course of the season, uh, I would be quite happy to finish in the bottom playoff spot and and play the playoffs games away from home, to be honest.
1: Okay, you're saying you're, you're talking about like this playoff spot like it's already assured, but uh, it's not already assured. But in recent weeks, Young Jamie has been saying that Elander coming up on a sort of a dark horse coming from the rails, is going to snatch a playoff spot. Since you've come to Korea, they've not lost too much. Um, have you got anything to say about that?
0: No, no. Thanks for that, man. That yeah, was nice. Um, so you didn't go to the
2: game against Suwon last Saturday because of a whishick, and you blamed that on why you lost three one. Yeah. Uh, no, excuses this Saturday. No, did you go? Yes. And, and?
0: Uh, we lost three 2 two. And yeah. Who were, were they above you in the league at the time, or below you? Below, uh, above, above, oh. one point above. Um, four points. Eh? I mean, we were ten points behind Songnam going into the game. Um, Songnam, of course, uh, in half decent form, you know, of late, winning a few games on the trot. Um, no, ideal to go in at half time 3-0 down Never is No As the besides. It was less than ideal As we both experienced last night as well um, But yeah um, <laughs> Yes, yes going at half time 3-0 down And the difference is though The Elan came out in the second half And uh, they scored the two goals As opposed to PSG. Aye yeah, they, they went for it It was another five goal thriller <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah the, the Terrible attendance again 757 um, For a Saturday night kick off for Elan um, Which is quite, quite sad to see um, But yeah Pretty pretty bad performance around It seems to me like uh, most of the issues that happen at the moment, well certainly in that game on Saturday, are coming from the back. And they've got you know decent decent strength going forward between Alex and Cheo Beck, and you know midfield that can can certainly move the ball around with Atsuki Wada that sort of stuff. But at the back, uh, John Mingwang had, had been playing for the past few weeks, and, and I don't know what happened, but I never seen him play at the weekend. Um, I've mentioned him a few times on the pod so he's, he's he's a good centre half. Um, news today though that um Songju, a big centre half who who had been at the club since since it started in twenty fifteen, um ended his military service today and has rejoined. Um, so he's a big uh, big addition for, for the remainder of the season. you know, at this point I don't think anybody's arguing that we're gonna we're gonna make a push for the playoffs, but um hopefully get a few you know, starting at Songham on Saturday, hopefully get a few decent decent victories before now and the end of the year. Interestingly, if
2: if your boy's back from the army, that must mean that Yoon young son must be on his way back up soon also, uh, which would also mean that young He, young He, our defender, uh, But your mm-hmm. midfielder who's coming, Po Han, Yi Sang Ho. And oh, no, he's
1: got, he's got about um,
2: Shin Jin-ho. He's Shin-jin-ho. got, he's
1: got a few more weeks to go because he left beginning of the beginning of last year rather than and.
2: Okay, so your young son He
1: played a few weeks. He played a few matches in the yeah. off, didn't he? But we'll be getting back uh, Korea's Thierry Henry up front okay. to solve our striking process. Not who is who? Paki Song, the guy that looks like a watermelon farmer with two caterpillars above his eyes.
2: Okay, <laughs> I have never heard that expression before. But yeah, um, so we might not get Yun Yong
0: Sun back then until the end of the season. I don't think he. I think if I, from my football manager days, remember correctly, I think he's towards the end of September. But again that, that's football manager I, th-
2: I think yeah. he went And then failed his medical Came back Played ah. two games And then went again
0: So he may not come back then Until the end of the season Oh, well, the song Damn team foals It about to get a hell of a lot uglier In the next few months So yes um, On He's to handsome The handsome boy On to the uh, The remainder of the The fixtures that we didn't make it to um, I think probably the most notable Event from the weekend Being uh, Fast and Furious Seven minutes um, Yeah it looked like uh, John Buck What were the first 21 minutes Is that right? Yeah, yeah. First, uh, yeah. Within the first 21 minutes, Yi Sung Yi putting out putting a, put a hat trick in, in a seven-minute spell. Um, so ends up four three to Jombo. Uh Yeah, the Chonbuk fans weren't happy about it.
1: Uh, said that the so you know the the goalie Konstante who they sent off to Japan at the end of last season.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, the new guy has been doing fairly well. He's, uh-huh. a, he's obviously no pro, but he, he let in a couple of soft ones this week to get to get Kangwon back into it. Uh, and Kwon set himself, uh, whichever team is at in Japan, is not playing regularly. So Kawasaki, like, I want to yeah, say. Kawasaki. So they're saying, like, why don't you come back? Come back.
2: Nippon Cup winner from Kawasaki.
1: Yeah, but 4 3 win for Chumbuk. Uh, probably the, the game that everyone should have gone to, but didn't.
2: Interesting, uh, I'm not sure if it's the fastest go-over but Gangwon scored in 42 seconds.
0: That's a pretty quick
2: time to score a goal.
0: So. Three goals in 21 minutes. Can you tell me who's number one in the fastest-rated hat trick in K League history? Jiminca. Nope. The guy that scored. It's good that it's not right. Can you guess who it is? Kim Dong Chan. Kim so yeah. Dong Chan in 18 minutes. Three goals. Oh,
2: that was a uh, season,
1: right? From from the start of the game to the third goal going in. Yeah, 18 minutes done. Because um, I, I know this sort of s- from first goal to third goal, seven
0: minutes is the fastest. Zé Carlos from of Avos Hyundai. Um, he is uh, the, he's in charge of it he's in holding the record but um, yeah first and third goals within 10 minutes for Zagarlo Carlos. So it was
1: but 7 minutes for this one right
0: 21
1: no between the first goal and I, I, what I read is that between the first goal going and the third going on, oh you
0: 14th to it's, 21 it's, sorry yeah, oh yeah so that's it's the fastest that's, that's,
1: yeah. that that so Zagarlo it's is the second then yeah that's why the intro was almost a K-pop song by Got7 I don't know who possibly suggested that
0: can't imagine either ok so um any other games that we saw at the weekend? Did anything else that we... Oh, well, I turned up at Song now. I'm 25, well, on 25 minutes late, so yep. unless you want a second, sort of one, third, nope. two, third... Okay.
1: Yeah, I just you say YouTube clip of Suwon's third goal against um, the, whoever they played against. Suwon I? The so they went three and up in the first half, right? And Nothing happened yep. in the second half. Uh, but their third goal, uh, Santos clipped it through with the one of the Suwon strikers lobbed the keeper, but he lobbed it onto the uh, crossbar and it bounced back and the, the other Suwon striker running in, it just kind of, as he was trying to readjust himself to strike it, he fell over and it bounced off him and went into the net. It was the softest goal you'll see. Perky yeah. yeah so just lucky, lucky, lucky. Oh, you know, Perky Dong, yeah. yeah. My favourite,
2: my favourite uh, Sanju player of last season, right? Yeah. I thought he was going to be an absolute hit, uh, a song uh, Suwon this year, but obviously not. Interestingly, uh, I think what is really interesting is Santos is stepping up to the plate with Jonathan being injured. Yeah. Uh, you've got to take your hat off to Santos, a man who like, for the last year and a half has been pretty much ostracised or dropped to the bench by saw like pretty poorly treated. But I guess, yeah, he's stepped up to the plate and he's kind of taken over over that goal scoring role and fair play to the wee man. I have a lot of time for him.
0: Yeah, right. So, I don't. We should, uh, we should head back to Saturday night's fixtures to, to round off the coverage of the classic uh, Ilsan Jundai defeating Sangju Sangmu four two yep. uh, anybody catch this game
2: uh, I didn't see anything at all about it but I do know that Lee Jong-ho had a pretty good game
0: yeah he did he scored two goals uh, joined also by Mislav Osic who scored two goals right. and Juman Q who scored two goals so I wonder when the record for six goals and three goal scorers all of whom scoring doubles is set in the K-League I'm afraid I don't have that to hand Okay, um, I I mean, I I'm, I'm going
2: to. to say it we set this weekend yeah. um, <laughs> but interestingly uh, I think I, I talked about this uh, on my blog definitely like about how uh, Sandu had been getting a couple of red cards of late as well uh, and um, I am I'm, I'm, keep writing saying there was a red card in this game as well
0: I never caught this picture I don't think so. Uh, I believe that no, wasn't Gibson once was enough? No. No, I could see certainly no. I, I, said I never caught the game myself, so Yeah, entirely possible, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> it's one of those where different different apps have different
1: information. Yep. Yeah. So let's stop speculating and move on to something we can actually agree with well, that But
0: on that no, Actually the incheon Guangzhou game Mark and I were in uh, were in Buchon At the time watching it And I got a goal alert Through her in the 75th minute Yeah uh, In similar fashion uh, My app incorrectly informing me That Incheon had taken the lead At which point we both Kind of looked at each other And said "Guangzhou are gubbed That that's it The season's over for them But uh, I don't know what happened But it looks as though The app has been wrong Because the tie finished uh, Nothing each So what happened there was uh, The goal was originally awarded uh, and
2: chopped off or offside but apparently apps everywhere uh, recorded the goal as being actually scored
0: Steve uh, Jobs Tim Cook your boys took a hell of a beating
1: uh, let me just say two things here firstly I was uh, a couple of Saturdays ago I was watching I wasn't watching but I had the I was paying attention to the, the Wednesday game on my app and I got an, uh,
0: a, a notification that Wednesday scored you should say Sheffield Wednesday because at the Saturday game I was paying attention to the Wednesday game on my app so sounds... <laughs> and then two minutes
1: later I got a, another another notification saying that the goal had been dis- been cancelled, okay. which is a first for me, because I've got lots of duff information but it's the first time I've got a, a correction, should we say
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the other thing is the the, should, yeah let's VER that one for the next thing, yeah get the VER in the English Championship pro- probably should have said with this when I was revealing the Sol cheju game but at some point um, there was a cross in and I want to say which I don't know who it was, but anyway, the sole player headed into the side netting and the guy controlling the fireworks yeah. set the fireworks off he was about 10 seconds late and it wasn't even close and I've got no idea why he set off the fireworks for the goal which wasn't a goal. Isn't to be okay? fair,
0: we were at the mockpool game a few weeks ago, the Songnam Mockpo game, uh, and your man with the uh, in control with the big smoky bird that likes to hang about behind the temporary yeah. stand yeah. at 3-0 down to, to Mokpo, um seemed to really enjoy just flying that thing up as if you know, at this point, the Ultras had boycotted and had their back turned to, uh, turn to the game. Um, seemed to, to want to fly that thing yep. out of the sky for some reason. So I don't think the, maybe the, the stadium was the best of timing. What I mean, was scoring that game again? 3-0 uh, to Mopo. More. And just quickly, if we can jump
2: on there, just when you mentioned VAR
0: earlier. Yes. Uh,
2: in the John jonhan game that we were talking about, uh, VAR was used to send off uh, Kote One from, from Well, So they sold it back, and everyone has said... it was never a red card in the first place the the VAR video replay uh, pulling it back didn't prove anything the the TV replays couldn't prove it was a red card and it's another it looks like another example of VAR being wrong in Korea basically
1: favouring the team that the K League wants to have up at the top
2: Uh, just being wrong
0: I would say well, We all need to get paid Mark at the end of the day you know, we all need to make well, the Some of us thing. do okay, so, yeah, Talking of red cards It seems like there's been a few this weekend Three red cards recorded between Daegu and Pohang um, Daegu running out 2-1 winners uh, Junior Negrao scoring 2 um, Wanderson replying for Pohang But Odo oh Hyun, um, Hong Sung Hyun and Cecilia All sent off in this tie I never really thought Daegu Pohang was a big rivalry Didn't any of you? Uh, no, I think it was just one of those. It's like half
1: an hour down the road, so I suppose it is their biggest local rivalry. But even even so, it's not 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 particularly
0: spicy, I don't think. Uh, that's a bit of a strange one, and just three red cards, maybe. Uh... I could
2: be wrong in on this one, but I think this was the game that uh, Miroslav uh, from Football Football Radar was saying that the worst player on the pitch was the referee. Oh really? I think he said he he called everything wrong.
0: Well, like I said, maybe we all need to get paid somehow, you know. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's move on to the to the challenge then. Yeah, so we already had a look at Songnam and uh, Soliland's games from the weekend, but on Saturday night we had uh, Ansan um, against Busan. Busan, we spoke about at some length last week, Mark, and mm-hmm. we kind of both agreed that whilst they were thoroughly impressive in terms of the results um, and how they kind of not keeping a chase uh, on on Gyeongnam, but they're within uh, firing distance. Whenever I've seen them, and I don't know if you are the same, they've never been too impressive. They've been, been terrible. They've been really boring. Um, not a big fan of them at all. No. But they they
2: ground out a, a victory down in um, Ansan. Yeah, last um,
0: minute winner. Yeah, Holland last George. minute winner. Yeah,
2: and I think that's that's probably even though Butcher won at the weekend, I'm going to say that's probably enough to to, to secure them the the second spot. Yeah. Um, well, that's and a the final playoff, as in yeah. the final playoff game. You know, the one where you're at home against whoever's played twice. Yeah, so, uh, once or anything. So time for them to
1: start focusing
2: on the cup. Um, well, that's, well when we get to the cup we'll discuss why on earth there's a month between both semi-finals But we'll get there
0: eventually Busan record them their 4th consecutive win against Ansan um, They've scored, uh, other than this game, 3 games in every single match played against them uh, So yeah, seems like a bit of, uh, bit of, uh, kind of an odds on favourite for Busan for the weekend there yeah. yep. Gyeongnam um, uh, Yeah, they're another team that, like, is,
2: I mean I've talked about this, I feel several times uh, again another team I'm not exactly being impressed with I wasn't over impressed with them when I saw them at um, Songna maybe even though they beat us uh, you obviously you saw them lose at Eland mm-hmm. uh, yeah they drew to East with Suwon uh, they were behind um, in the beginning uh, saw Donghyun and then Marcos equalised before half time before Park Ji Su put them ahead and then yeah, the last minute End of the podcast big Adrian Lair. The world's greatest Australian defender played in the K League for a team called Suwon. Um, Notched in eh, one of his few ever goals for Suwon, Mm -hmm. his first maybe, or one of his few ever ones, to level it to each. A far better player than Matthew German.
0: Well, pass uh, the, I'll pass the message <laughs> on to you. Uh, was it and 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 the, the Aussie manager? Anyway, um, and, and, and Stiglou, big fan of blue, that's great. Big fan
2: of the yeah, Big fan of the boy. Uh,
0: uh, maybe, maybe, maybe after a couple of catches, but no, it's many. Okay, so we, we then finally move on to Asan against Dejon. Dejon coming up trumps this. year.
1: Despite being like they're, they're, they're more players than off than the. They yeah, not? they were down to
0: ten men after 36 minutes. Uh, Kim Hyun making it, making it 1-0 in the 38th. Kim Chanhee making it one each, and in Bom. Who yeah, the last winner. Almost. Yeah, Bom, I think announced this week that he was close to a move to Benfica. Benfica. Benfica? Uh, he apparently was
2: getting ready to seal the terms of the deal, and Dejan blocked it. I can't
0: imagine.
2: Um, that, but right? then, amazingly, in this transfer, in the transfer window passed, Dejan spent pretty much the whole time try to flog him to anyone in Germany well, um, interesting one that Desmond would block a move I guess they thought he would be the main pivotal player to get them back up mm-hmm. into the Classic uh, obviously it has backfired uh, I mean I'm, I'm not a big fan of players fleeing the K-League you know, I think the, the K-League should keep the best talent here for us to see and for us to develop and so on but yeah I mean if the boy had a chance of moving to Benfica I mean that's like that's you know, it's not like moving to a team where you know that you're you know, like some second-division no. Spanish team or something, Absolutely, right? Yeah. Or yeah. The, the Barcelona yeah. babes or whatever. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's a strange one because I don't know what either party has has, has gained from that.
0: Yeah. So, we'll, we'll come to news a little bit later, but it seems like a good chance just now to speak about another potential move that looks as if it failed to happen this week in, in the Kiela you get at Jeju, is that right?
2: Uh, so, this is a really ridiculously strange one, right? So, basically... Um, it seems to be that Jeju announced that, uh, during the game. So, as Paul mentioned earlier, Jeju were at Seoul playing uh, on, on Saturday. At a point in time during the game on Saturday, Jeju announced that Magnol Cruz would in actual fact be leaving uh, Jeju and joining a team in the Middle East.
1: And then 20 minutes later he was subbed off, presumably to nip up to Inchon Airport yeah. and
2: catch his flight. Mm. Basically, yeah. So he plays like X amount X number of minutes of the like game, right? 70-something seven, minutes, I, w- I would say. Then gets taken off, jumps on a plane, well, sorry, jumps on a train first, right? Goes to twist tweets his goodbyes. I love you, Gigi fans, you'll always be in my heart. Instagram's a big heart at Incheon Airport. Fights to, to the Middle East, feels his medical.
1: But before that, they'd actually announced that he would be back this weekend for like a farewell yeah. game. So he was, he'd obviously gone to the well, that's what they're
2: doing career, right? They, they assumed he, assume he was
1: gonna pass everything. He would come back this week and have a farewell game, then you go back there and start playing for whichever team it was in yeah. the UAE.
2: I was sad I I, I, I can't re- I can't remember the team. But the, but there's something wrong with his right knee or Yeah, but I find it strange that you can feel America after playing seventy minutes in the K League between like two of the top teams. You know what I mean they were not talking about seventy minutes in the National League, right? We're talking about seventy minutes in the K League classic. And he fails the medical. Um, weird, strange. and I, I don't know if that now means he's left without a club. I don't know if no, Jeju... No. No, he's still the,
0: only,
1: the transfer never went through, so he's just going to rejoin Jeju and play on to the end of the season. OK,
2: and then leave at the end of the season?
1: Well, I say rejoin, he's, he's not going to leave. Yeah.
2: yeah, So, but that's what I mean. I mean, having made that decision that he was going, agreed that he was going, the players, the player and the manager, are they going to then bring him back in for the, for the remaining, like, 10 games a season. It, it, he's
1: still in a better position than that player that almost signed for Leicester but missed the deadline by 12 seconds or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that was quite funny.
2: And the who's FA, now?
0: The FA swipe left uh, in that particular moment.
2: Oh, okay. Who was that? Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway.
0: Yes. Um, so
2: interesting that. So, my point about this would be does that then mean that the, the Middle Eastern medicals are, are um, far stranger? Then, Queen ones, did that mean he was carrying an injury but they played him against Seoul just for a farewell match? What does that mean? That's my point. Probably well, it means
1: that he turned his knee
0: on the shit surface that is at Sangham.
2: But that would be my third point, yeah. But
0: well, that segues us on nicely to the In the section, uh, winners and losers of the week, um, can I take a guess that Magnol Cruz would be one of your losers of the week in that, in that case? Um, for me, I would say.
2: Well, yeah, my loser of the week would probably be Magnum Cruz, because here you have you you come off, fly all the way over to the Middle East and through America based on jet lag. And that's my loser of the week goes to a man who shouldn't fly. So
1: we're doing losers first, okay? You can start with losers, yeah. Uh, my loser of the week was going to be my friend who supports Chumbuk, who was too hungover to actually go to the match, mm-hmm. and he clearly missed a classic. But uh, in reality, I'm going to say it's got to be FC Seoul because uh, they drew nil nil with Jeju, but Ulsan, Suwon, and Chombok all won, which means that elusive dream dream of third or fourth place has got two points further away. So, yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Yeah I, th- yeah, I think I was I was probably going to go for Magno Two's, but I think I'll probably go for for Suwon. And um, that victory puts them just a couple of points off of the ACL spots. Uh, and I don't really think Jeju have got much hope based on the performance of the weekend of. Maintaining the form they've showed recently into these games coming up They've got a few tough fixtures coming And I think Sue wanted me a chance now Of, of kind of moving out of that first spot comfortably So I think that was an important victory for them Given the context of the teams around them dropping points So your loser is Jeju? No, my winner's Jeju This cast, is, this cast <laughs> has gone to <laughs> my, my head
2: okay. <laughs> so Good Your loser was Sue <laughs> It <laughs> your loser was the team that won? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Okay. Uh, I can redeem this picture right now. you said the
0: losers were going first, I thought you used to have spoken, so you know. Okay. I can, I can
2: redeem this uh, new additional feature to the podcast. the podcast that, that, that lasted one, one goal. Uh, my, my winner of the week, and uh, this is not a wind up uh, at all towards Paul, but for me, the team that won this week was uh, John Book. Apart from winning their own game, uh, they also saw J- Jeju, who for me, Contrary what you said there, Jamie, for me, Jeju were the only team that actually looked as if they had the bottle or the skill and the guile to actually stop Jeju winning the title, and so for eh, top, John Book won the title, and so for me, the only winner this week is John Book, who have almost certainly sealed the title okay. at this weekend. Although, technically, this time last year, they were going to sign you to to actually win the league and get a nine point deduction so god knows what's going to happen with the KFA this week yeah but my my winner is John Book who I think have probably just clinched the title and who's your winner
1: Jamie
0: or your loser my loser I'm, me? I'm going to say is Gwangju. Um my oh, loser oh, yeah, is Guangzhou. easy meat to kind of pick on them but I think if they had any hope of of you know of, of showing up for the for the rest of the season they had to win that game at the weekend uh, just talking Quangja, I, I, I was thinking of picking Naal McGuin as my loser
1: as well because I don't know if he played this weekend but he was quoted in the BBC the other day someone had asked him about are you worried about the situation in Korea he goes well actually I don't understand any Korean at all so I've no idea what's going on blah 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 uh, which kind of indicates to me that he's not really fitting in or making an effort to fit in Well to be fair it's been a month
2: It's been a month yeah
1: but, uh, As it comes to my winner I'm going to say FC Seoul.
2: They were your loser.
1: Yeah. So, the reason that the reason why they're my winner for this week is because...
2: Because you wear rose-tinted, tint, soul soul-tinted spectacles? No, because on Saturday... If you
0: made the same mistake I've made? Is that what it is? No, so no. It'll both. Am I, am I the only one holding this, pod, this podcast
2: podcast this together? Podcast. <laughs> Jesus. The reason why FC Seoul are the wi-
1: my winner of the week is because on Saturday against Jeju... Hadesong started,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he played very well, he lasted about mm-hmm. 70 minutes. Lee Myung-ju, who was a big hope for Seoul and then got injured in his second or third game, he came on with about 20 minutes to go, he also looked very lively.
2: Headed to the army two games after the start. Sorry? He head to the army two games after the starts,
1: right? He's, I know he's going to the army quite soon, He's going to
2: play two games first, right? Three games?
1: But... Hmm. He's, a, I think he's a very valuable player who I, who I wasn't expecting to have back before he we went to the army. Yep, yep. So for the for those two players being available for having many games to be available I think that's solving being a
0: winner this week. Okay, I think about an honourable mention for Dijon. Um Dejon picking up a first win in a, quite a wee while, um, <clears throat> so I definitely think an honourable shout out for for the boys at Dejon uh, and Paul Neat himself. who uh, will be involved with the Kelly United event at the Upper Deck. Is that right? The FIFA Tournament? Uh, the I, I'm not sure if you
2: have been involved because I don't know if you'll be back in time. But oh, yeah. yeah but, yeah, the Kelly United are having their second annual... Although, I feel like they've had two this year, so does that not make it, like, half-annual. Anyway, their second FIFA event. Uh, the last time, I think, Scotty Bluebings turned up in the in the hope that he could get to beat Dehan with a bottle over the head. <laughs> um, but uh, this time... I know Connor Chapman went last time, I believe this time they've managed to secure the services of Matt Binns and Ryan Walters, and there is one footballer that's playing as well, yeah? Are you,
1: are you going to uh, defend uh, on I will, well?
2: I will, well, unfortunately it's only classic teams that are invited, but um, I've actually never, ever, ever played a single minute of FIFA in my life. Yeah, yeah, I, was a, I was a manager game, I was a football manager game. But Actually,
1: yeah. I've played like FIFA 2002.
2: I don't even think i played yeah,
1: that. I, I see which um, uh, developed since then. So. But
2: yeah, I will so. probably pop down and see the boys. Uh, it'll be in the upper deck yeah. uh, on September 23rd. I think the plan is to play it in the afternoon and then to leave and go to the Seoul game. And then if I get my way, to come all the way back over to the Bullfound for the second half of Celtic versus Rangers.
1: That was the plan. And then uh, KBS or NBC intervened, and the Seoul games were moved to the Sunday. Ah. So they're
2: coming to just watch the whole of Celtic versus Rangers then. Yeah.
0: And then drink right through to the Seoul game. Uh, yeah, we'd encourage all listeners to get themselves down, uh, down to that one. Um, let's move on the to soul,
2: next. the Celtic Rangers game, or are they? Are the for the deck? deck yeah. oh, okay, sweet.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, so we'll move on uh, briefly to a new segment what, the, uh, what Korean fans are discussing on the forums this week. So uh, you guys had a look at all uh, Anything you, you think That's worth, worth mentioning That we're seeing From the Korean fans This week
1: um, Obviously A couple of fans Were talking about The whole um, Magno Cruise situation mm. uh, But we've already Covered that And they didn't say Anything particularly different the, the main thing for me That's still rolling on Even a week later Is uh, The situation With Shin Taeyong and Did he do, do a good job In the yeah. most recent Two World Cup qualifiers uh, Obviously There's been lots of Rumours in the press About him Being yeah. willing to come back And minutes. he's not Not asking for a fortune, apparently.
2: But they can... From what I've read, uh, not on the Korean forums, but from the Korean forums being translated by the Tavern, um, is that Hiddink apparently came out at the time that Uli was was fired, left, jumped, pushed, whatever, and said he would come back if they qualify for the World Cup. So a lot of Koreans, as per the the Tavern's translation, uh, seem to be annoyed that uh, Hiddink is being a bit of a kind of glory hunter not coming back for those two games but only for the World Cup is that what you're saying or
1: um, there was there was the uh, insinuation that the Korean team is so kind of uh, fixed in their ways and a bit crap so hitting's not going to make any difference yep, so, I agree with that as well. uh, whether it's Shin Yong, Hong Myung Bo Hiddink anyone else it's, it's going to be roughly the same for the next World Cup in Russia so don't waste the, the, the time and money
2: it's not going to be Hong Myung
0: I think yep. If he comes in on a two year deal, if he signs until, you know, to in a two year, maybe three year deal, then that makes sense, you know, and gives him the chance to sort of work towards a project. And as I said last week he's still active in the country, he's still got a presence here. Um so, you know, if it's if it's a three year deal then that's that's perfectly fine, but coming in on a, a year's contract, or less than a year's contract, to purely go to the work yeah. cup would, would but benefit but nobody but I think both. even for a
1: two year deal, right? So Korea as a uh, semi function more than better than semi-finalists in the last Asian Cup, they don't need to qualify for the next Asian Cup, right? So they've not got any kind of qualify
0: qualification campaign campaign coming up. So it's going to be two years of friendlies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the difference between having, a, I mean, you know, whilst there is a dearth of talent amongst Korean coaches, which I think we could we could generally agree that there's no standout candidate f- for the role, until there is a Korean coach that we could look at and say, okay, that's the obvious choice. Yeah. Um, I remember in Japan a couple of years ago, Hajime Moriyasu, the coach uh, uh, of so French Hiroshima, was widely touted as being the next G- you know, the, the next Japan national team coach, and uh, you know the the, the Zaccaronis and that sort of stuff were largely holding a place. Um, he was a young coach that sort of led uh, Hiroshima to two or three years of, of relative dominance. Um, there's no real figure like that, and it, just for the record. That Munehisa you been fired recently by, by Hiroshima, but there's no real coach that stands out like that in Korea. And I think that yes, you're correct. people will be largely playing friendlies, but if Hiden can foster a team spirit, if he can implement some sort of you know you know, formation or, or put you know put best players in its best position, until a natural successor appears, ideally from Korea, then uh, you know surely he'd be worth his paycheck.
1: But but. I think the big thing from 2002 is that before Hiddink went to the World Cup, he was playing uh, friendlies against very strong European teams and getting thrashed. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole thing was like that was conditioning him for playing these kind of teams at the World Cup and it seemed to have worked. Um, coming up in October, obviously Korea automatically qualified for the World Cup, so they arranged two friendlies. One is against Russia in Moscow. The second is against uh, Tunisia in uh, Marseille or Lyon or yeah, yeah it's in France yeah. Um, Stevie yeah friend yeah. of the podcast Stevie's trying to make his way down to that um, on the contrast uh, Japan have made a, a friendly with uh, uh, someone that's forget who it but it's a much stronger country um, there is something to be said for playing if you can if you get the chance to play the Brazil Spains of the world and sort of build up experience that way
2: Korea have a habit of doing this I mean I don't know how long you we spent spending this but four years ago <coughs> Korea's friends were against um, I'm going to say Jamaica but I don't know that, 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 that wasn't four years ago but they played against teams that they thought would be representative of the teams that they would face in the World Cup uh, they played Nigeria in a friendly they played a European team in a friendly and they played a Southern American or a, a kind of Samba style team um, I remember at the time because I, 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 I remember everyone saying wow, that's, in, that's a, a masterstroke. Uh, they get covered really by, by everyone they played. Um, so I don't think it worked, but the idea is there, I think. Yeah, I mean, you, They could never have foreseen themselves getting drawn against a, a, a Belgium team that was particularly strong, mm-hmm. an Algerian team that was ridiculously strong at that point in time, right? So I think they will do the same thing again this time, but uh, one thing I want to just quickly touch on... Uh, just to get your opinions, Shinte Young being hoisted aloft at full time with the players throwing him up and down in the air, uh, orchestrated or deserved? Relief. Pure relief. relief. Just, yeah. just one more answer. Relief? In, s-
1: in the spirit of the moment, I can understand it. But yeah.
2: Okay.
1: okay. They have t-shirts made on the banner, right? So yeah.
2: I think it was orchestrated. I think it was, a, um, it was y-
1: You mentioned just now about there being no obvious standout candidate for... To be manager of the Korean national team. Yeah. Um, that was another thing that was touched on in the forum. So people were saying in 2002 we had a brilliant team of national players. Of those, Hong Nunbo's had a sort of very average career, flopped as a manager of whichever national team was in charge of, um, went to China, didn't do very well. Uh, Hong Sunong okay with Puang, very average with Seoul, but none of the other major players are really doing anything, right? Uh, and the big question is why is someone like Young pure Pak song Why have they not got into coaching? So I know Pak Song actually went on a like FIFA true, Masters yeah. degree. He's Still based
0: in Leicester, isn't he? He's at Leicester he's, University. He's graduated he's over the summer.
1: Okay. Uh, so he's presumably available to coach now, but I assume he's getting some kind of football admin job. Um, but actually, actually, I know a guy that was on this, on the course with him. We should get him on the podcast sometime. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I'll, I'll contact him.
0: Yeah, excellent. So, well, yeah. I mean, ideally, then I'm guessing looking at someone like that who who I think knows well and who I think played under. I think it's PSV as well. Is that right? He took Paddy Song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, maybe I'm wrong there. But. Uh, you know, having someone in place with parts of you, can, can maybe, you know, cut his teeth or, or even, you know, someone like that can kind of cut their teeth as a second in command with and ideally take over eventually. Because obviously you want a national team manager from the country. But but why do you think they're not going to coaching at all? I mean, presumably
1: to, before they get to become national team manager, they've got to go coach somewhere in the K League or somewhere
0: well, and earn their badges. And I mean, uh, I, again, it seems like a sort of, uh, for better or worse, it seems like a, a vastly different system here where... Star power can get you a lot further than it can in other countries and um, I guess
1: Chaduri's involved in the national system at the minute yeah and
0: so is um, he's managing the university team that beat Eland a year and a half ago 2002 World Cup oh, yeah I know who you mean yeah uh, sorry his name His name has slipped my mind I'm but yeah you know, it, it, it kind of seems like there's a few of that team that are moving into coaching now um, again just maybe someday to, to let them uh, say, you know to kind of cut their teeth um, but yeah we spoke about Japan a minute ago and as we speak right now there seems to be a, a couple of well, certainly one ACL um, semi-final is that right?
2: Uh, yep um, this is between uh, Frontali and Reds mm-hmm. uh, it's currently one each uh, Frontali three Frontali scored yeah. first and then Yuraborez equalised, and Frontalia just a man sent off on his soccer half time. So it's one each, which is uh, four. Four, two in aggregate. Two in aggregate, uh, and Kawasaki down. Uh, Frontalia down to like uh, ten men.
1: Yeah, but surely that's not going to be as exciting as last, ma- last night's game in, the, in East Asia. Which is
2: pretty much the greatest game
0: ever whilst everybody back <laughs> home or uh, everybody in any half-sensible time zone w- was in their bed <laughs> you yeah. know if we could have, uh, we're talking about trying to export Asian football with a world here, you know where these stars are playing but you know so so people
1: like earlier this year it was announced that they'd be showing some Chinese Super League games on uh, Sky or whatever and people were like pooping why right the hell we yep, watch Chinese yep. football last night was surely have been a, a great um, advert for Chinese football 100% Guangzhou 4-0 down after the first leg playing at home mm-hmm. um over the course of ninety minutes, they clawed all those four ga- goals back. Yep. The last goal being in the last minute.
0: And, and every single goal in the night was scored by a Brazilian, Six goals, all of which were scored by a Brazilian.
1: Um Goulart got two, did he? Goulart got two. Yeah. Alan got two, uh, and Hulk, Hulk got one. Scored for. Um, so after ninety minutes, it was four all on aggregate. Um, Hulk came out, curling a brilliant free kick to mm. put to make Shanghai losing 4-1 on the night. Yeah, 5-4 ahead on aggregate. Yep. Gulak got a late penalty. Yep, sorry Gulak got his hat trick with that late penalty Yeah. Goulart got a hat trick with his late penalty.
0: 118 minutes.
1: That took it to 5-all. Yep, so again. 5-all, yeah, yeah. At which point Gulak couldn't yeah. repeat his his uh, effort and his penalty. It cannoned off the post and went across the face of goal. Yep. Um Shanghai scored all five of theirs and Guangzhou Evergrande lost 5-4 on penalties. Yep. Insane.
2: And uh, Shanghai making history because uh, this is the first time in the Champions League got to the...
1: And I saw on uh, Twitter that there were perhaps some shen- shenanigans when uh, Shanghai were making their way to the stadium. Oh, really? So apparently they encountered four or five traffic accidents which delayed
0: their arrival... Buston-esque Sort of Behaviour there from the, from the Guangzhou supporters Yeah And just to recap quickly uh, Al Halal Making it 3-0 Aggregate to, So they're through the semi-final For the um, West East Asia Sort of branch And um, Persepolis Persepolis yes. Yeah, Persepolis okay. 1-3-1 I think everyone wants to see Persepolis Get to the final Just to see what the hell That stadium looks like On the Champions League Final night uh, but yeah, yeah excellent so, so that takes us on to uh, our next segment um, for the podcast uh, a brand new segment for uh, the K-League Classics uh, as we're calling it not Flashback K-League um, which just sounds um, Flash K-League Back Flash K-League Back ok because yeah.
2: if we got a flashback we could actually use the K-pop song Flashback by the the, the amazing
0: K-pop girl group despite the fact we've agreed not to use K-pop well you just... said outro so anyway, yeah, um, we're going to go to the, the K-League Classics where um, I kind of hand over control here to, to the lads to, to pick a, a notable event, whether it be a tournament, a player, a game. Um, so and Basically what we're going to do for this in the future is if you have any suggestions, since us a tweet, but it's trying to um, inform those who have just recently started watching the league about what's happened in the past. And so where would the tweet is to, Jamie? They would see to us, uh, well actually I'll feel that T- for you they, tweet us tweet, they, they treat at us at, at the upper deck, but if they want to tweet us, it's at at K underscore podcast. Excellent, yeah. So ping in your tweets if you get any any questions, anything you want us to review. Um, but this week um, we've we've kind of gone back about ten or twelve years. Yep.
2: So, so we, we thought because it was that like, because a lot of the talk has been about uh, mockpool getting to the semi final of the FA Cup.
1: Obviously, the FA Cup draw was made today. Um, well, it was indeed. You want to go through the the,
2: the match ups? Yep. Okay. So we'll do that first. So the four teams that were in it were Ulsan, Ulsan Hyundai, uh, Suwon Blue Wings, Pusan I IPark, and Mokpo. Uh, Mokpo were drawn against Ulsan, away, uh, away. Uh, at the end. Uh, and Suwon were drawn against Busan IPark, obviously, away, uh, away as well. Yeah. So, not saying it's fixed, but it does look like it's geared towards the two classic teams being in the final. Yeah. D- did
1: you not watch the live? of the thing they, they had uh, the balls in a glass pot so well, sure.
2: at one point I turned it on and there was a guy with a hairdryer just concentrating on, on the Mokpo balls <laughs> I uh, don't know what he was doing but anyway um, but uh, they were peeling off a refrigerator as well they put, um, they put all the balls in the cover <laughs> of the, the team's uniform yeah. <laughs> but I mean it is uh, it's quite interesting because I, I want to see Suwon win their semi-final because you know, then that means the games get more potential to be closer to home, right? Uh, <laughs> the final. But, um, yeah, I mean, it would be great if Mockpo made
0: it to the final. Uh, but it's not going to... They're not going to... So if Mopo yeah. made it to the final, um, do you guys know, is there a track record of, of uh, non-league teams or national league teams making it to, to the final of uh, Korean FA Cups?
2: Well, that is why we chose... It, it has happened
1: once before. It has. was, was in please. 2005. Tell 2005. me all about it. Yeah, tell me all about it. So at that time, I, I believe the Korean FA Cup was like an end of end of year tournament. So it played mm-hmm. after the league had finished. Yeah, all the games were played over the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah, the
2: first round was in the 26th of uh, October. October. Yep. Um. So there were several teams who, unfortunately, are no longer with us. Um. But Rangers played. Yeah, uh, Songnam <laughs> Ilhwa. Yep, um, I think we're called Ilva Torma back then, right? The
1: flying horses. Uh,
2: but one team that was there, probably for me, the greatest named team in football history. Not the uh, the tractor team from Qatar, or whatever it is, but from Hungary. From Hungary. No, from. Iran Iran, Iran uh, Is Ulsan Hyundai Mipo Dolphin Who are no longer with us Who are no longer with as us la- As uh, of last year And I think They might be the focal point uh, For For this year's Or this week's Sorry uh, K-League Classics Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm, i seen you trying to imply That they got quite far In the tournament
2: Well they started Their their Tournament By playing Pusan I Park Okay uh, In Pusan And they won 2-1 Yep uh, We won't go through her score Because no one's Going to remember The players anyway Right uh, but that was their first, uh, they, in their, at that point it up was called the, the Round of 32. Um, so they, they got that, they could through that round, as I said, yeah, by, by, by winning 2-1. Uh, other teams that were there were the Goyang B. Cookman Bank, uh, and Incheon Korea National Railroad. To it. Throwing, it, throwing it back, you didn't remember with these names. It's yeah, uh, uh, and there was also an amazingly named club called the Bongshin Club. It's literally called Bongshim. I thought those were going tonight. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, Inter United were there as well, just so
0: okay, you know. Okay.
1: Just, just while we do this, while we're going through these results, how about we look at how, we, how, our, how our clubs got on that year? Okay. What, what happened to Songnam that year?
2: Well, just go through it. Uh, one thing I want to do touch on, just before we move any, any, any further, is that was when there was a team called Butch on SK. Which for anyone who now follows the K-League thinks that's a slur from Anyan fans, but that was actually the name of the Butchon team before they were bought. Well, not bought, but before they were moved into the the vacant Jeju United uh, World Cup Stadium. Yep. So in that year, Paul, was there such a thing as
1: um, FC Seoul? Yep. FC Seoul was around in that from yep. two thousand and four. So.
2: So in your in the first round, they in the thirty-two. Uh, Seoul beat uh, Gimpo. Hallelujah. 2 one uh, Dehan scoring in that Are game Are you
0: happy about that result?
2: Ok Dehan didn't score in that game right
0: but <laughs> Yeah but they actually had uh, Jung Jo Good playing for them at that point as well Yeah okay. in the next tie they, the tie they played at home to Buck.
2: And Sung Nam mm. we won 3-2 against Chungang Gang University So we'll quickly move on to the round of 16 yep.
0: But before we do get there Ulsan uh, faced uh, a rough tie um, I think it was I think it was actually in the 16 where Drew one each with Dejon. Um, so they drew one each With Dejan Ultimately winning 3-2 on penalties After extra time yeah. Is this our Dolphins team? This is a Dolphins This is the Dolphins so We'll get the Ferrets And the Dolphins now In the round of 16 In the round of 16 okay.
2: So. Okay. In the yeah. same round In the same round uh, Incheon United uh, Maybe a prelude To their poor form they, uh, Lost 2-1 To Yankee equipment Koopman Bank uh, And Songnamie Sharma, Not surprisingly Lost 3-1 To Suwon Blue Wings Uh, two goals by Atamar. I remember him I don't and Sol Uh, so unsurprisingly lost 2-1 to John Book (laughs) Sunday as well right Uh, John Joe Gook scoring the goal uh, that was later on
0: cancelled out by Milton Rodriguez this is just for the record by the way before um, the Lord sent the good word of Elan down um, for us down here so this was a good 10 years before before we received uh, the good word
2: (laughs) Okay, Uh, moving into the quarter finals uh, we'll go through the majority of these games. We had USA and Mipo Dolphins. Uh, they drew nothing each Two at home. In a row. Two rounds in a row they go through on penalties. Sounds like Songham I mean, we beat FC So, But anyway, uh, they drew uh, at home to Pohang Steelers uh, and won 4-3 on penalties. That was in the Changwon Civil Stadium. Dago FC, they lost to Chunnam Dragons when they were still known as uh, John Book Motors they drew three each um, with Two one blue wings and one four two on penalties, and the final quarter final saw so Incheon Coreal uh, beat the Goyang KB Cookman Bank two
0: one. Okay. Two two on un- non league teams there Yeah, two yeah. non league teams. So we'll yeah. Get, yeah, we'll get a semi final here where we have got two non league teams. We've got Ulsan playing Chunnam, and we've got John Book against Incheon Coriel. So Mark, how did it go in the John Book Inchon Coriel semi final?
2: Uh, John Book romped home three one winners. Uh, Milton Rodriguez with a double. Uh, and Rafael Jose Botti Okay, interesting Scoring one
0: And, uh, and the other semi-final with the, with the Dolphins facing the Dragons
2: uh, The Dolphins beat the Dragons 3-1
0: Excellent
2: uh, The uh, Jungmin Moo Scoring in the 94th minute To make it uh, certain that they would reach the final Excellent So
1: we've got a non-league team Yep uh, Into the, the K-League FA Cup final The K- the Korean FA Cup final Look at The Dolphins against the Motors
2: Yep Interestingly, both games sponsored by Hyundai. I'm sure that had no uh, bearing on the final result.
0: At this point, conflict of interest wasn't a thing. It wasn't until about a year ago when that started to become an issue with <laughs> Hyundai But so this was played. This yeah, was back in the day. The of as well, anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, obviously, always. This was played uh, back in the day when uh, I believe, Paul. You might correct me here, but if I'm correct, back in the day when all finals were played at Seoul World Cup Stadium, right? Uh, at least the one that year was. This one that year was it. I think I think most of them were at that point. Uh, it's we're trying to make use of a dead rubber of a stadium, right? Um, this one finished one 0 to John Book. Uh, Hyundai. Uh, Milton Rodriguez yet again with the goal to, for goals number four. Uh, goals number four
0: or five of these. Milton season. Rodriguez, the ultimate journeyman, scored nine goals in his entire career with John Book. All of them were in the FA Cup. He played for 21 clubs in 17 years in professional football.
1: Anyone, anyone notable?
0: Uh, a couple of notable clubs. He played for Deportivo Cali. Uh, Newcastle Jets was his next destination after John. Book. in Australia. Uh, yep. And then he went to FC Dallas 2010. So I mean, when I say notable, I mean I'm kind of scraping the barrel. But yep. you know, he's he's the uh, guy's made made a made a bit of for himself, and he's an FA Cup winner uh, with John. Book. Um, so talk FA about. Cup. Hero, nine goals in in what five games, Uh, the only nine goals he scored, but it's not to be sniffed at, I'm sure the man has a fair amount of sniffing his time in Mexico, but anyway, that's uh, another story for another day. So that means that,
2: looking at this year's uh, FA Cup, obviously there's no John Bukhandi in the semi-final or the final for Mokpo to to play against, but is it
0: possible we could see a repeat, could we see Mokpo beat Ilsan? Make it into the final? My first night First time I moved to Korea We went to to Tancheon that night When they won 3-0 And they were Like I mean we, you know Me, you and the Phantom Were there And it, they were extraordinary They were excellent They were dynamic They were They were um, You know they, they, they had a lot going forward in the counter But they You know They just sucked up Every bit of pressure that song I had yep. and, and just made it look simple I mean um, Keep it a great game as well Keep it a great game Two or three I mean Real world class saves um, But you know, you never know the magic of the cup, it could, it could well happen, but,
1: but... But surely if you're looking for a cup set, you're going to end up looking more towards Pusan playing at home against Suwon, right?
2: Which, to be honest, yeah, I mean, Pusan have already knocked out a couple of teams, right? Uh, could they go one further, could they knock out... I mean, they've already knocked out Seoul and Sangam, Jonham and Jonam, uh, Could they knock out um, Suwon
0: on their home patch? Interesting, we'll see. Excellent, so yeah, th- this uh, this week's entrance into the Kayleigh Classics uh, Hall of Fame is the 2005 Dolphins uh, from Ulsan. So yeah, welcome in. Uh, and we move on finally to, to our last segment, which is the previews of this week's games, or, or predictions, I should say, of, of this week's games ahead. So we'll start off with the Saturday 3pm kickoff, nice to see the 3pm kickoffs making their way back in. Um, not for those who to the five? No. <laughs> not for those of us working, but um, yeah, Gang won um, facing off against John um, at home. Uh, first and foremost, does anybody care? Um, home win. Home win. Home win. Um, I'm going to call that one a draw.
2: <laughs> home win to keep the pressure on Seoul for the ACL spot that they're probably not going to get anyway.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay. No,
2: a, well, that's not a wind-up part. I'm, I think Seoul. I think that draw to Jeju was a bit tough to overcome when you consider the fact that Seoul haven't done particularly. I haven't done that bad but or, or that great against like the current top six and I just think if one can get a well, victory I, I would disagree with that that great or that bad I said that great or that bad but
1: the thing that Sol have done very poorly is playing against the bottom six Yes, so yeah. you get into the top half of the split then it's all to play for
2: yeah but I think and if one they're
1: Guymon only like 10 points off first
0: with the uh, sort of 20 off points to play for so, so I mean, as I said last week we've still got the deduction to come as well so yep. you know just keep just keep on checking those uh there was laws of the game, and we'll, we'll see where we but can get On in. this
2: one, game One are going to keep the pressure on, so... I'm going to take oh the my.
0: Jamie Land sort of point of view and me, very optimistic, until it's mathematically
1: impossible.
2: OK,
0: no, I appreciate that, but trust me, I'm not a happy man this week. Um, if I can call the next one, which is Daegu and uh, Suwon as well, yeah? So, what do you fancy, Paul?
1: Um, Suwon seems to have... They, they went through a bit of a slump when... Bit, well, they went through a bit of a slump when... Um, well, Jonathan first got injured but they seem to have recovered in the last couple of weeks Yeah,
2: Santos stepping up to the plate
1: so it's probably going to be an away win right? Uh, at, no at, at the worst a draw
2: I'm going to say a draw I'm going to say that's going to finish a draw I'm going to say Degu Suwon draw uh, I've watched one a couple of times this season uh, not overly impressed by them I think they have a couple of players that's it I think they have a couple of decent players um, and I think Degu are just a tough team they're a battling tough team uh, nobody beats them easily, apart from the ones that do, and I don't think <laughs> Sue One are going to be one of those ones.
0: I've got a feeling here that that Sue One might win this one. I, I was quite impressed with that result of the weekend. Impressed by the result, but I still think Sue
2: One are an iffy, offy, all over place team, and I think Degu are a tough nut to crack.
1: I think Sue One are a bit brittle, so it depends on on yep. Tegu. if they come out and yep. go if, for it. If they do good, if they if they do good, the
2: <laughs> fair play. The Brazilian coach, who I'm assuming is still the manager,
0: like. But he's got them hard to beat. OK, and a genuine, in every way, shape and form, six-pointer at the foot of the table. Uh, Guangzhou versus Sangju. So Sangju at home, sorry, to, to, to Guangzhou. Uh, Honestly,
2: uh, I could not raise my eyebrow higher in utter disinterest. Uh, but I have to say, I have no idea. Vic, two, ridiculously poor, unpredictable teams. Quite how the army are so bad this year... I don't know. It can only be because the manager's gone. Grand duty winner, 1-0. Kim Bum doesn't lose many games. 1-0 Grand duty.
0: I think the thing here is where... Now I'm getting a hat trick. I think the thing here is with one actually. I think the thing here is is that at this time of the year, Sandu become even more predictable, uh, unpredictable than than, than usual. Yeah, they start hemorrhaging players. They start having. They've, they've lost their key member back to, to uh, Elat, yeah. right? Let's, let's not let's not push things. I mean, Jim and is still there, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised. We spoke about a couple of wee red cards recently. Hmm, I've only got one or two games left with Sandu. I wonder what would happen if I get a wee, a wee red card here and there. and yeah. um, you know, like I just think they become that that little bit more unpredictable. So yeah, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling if Guangzhou are ever going to drag themselves off the foot of the table then to three points are yeah. essential with the five points behind they need, to, they need to turn it on this weekend
1: So you guys have wasted a minute about a match which is pretty inconsequential so I'm not even going oh, I'm, to bother Oh I'm all in I'm, all in I'm not even going to bother predicting this okay. On Sunday games
2: okay. Ensign versus the Seoul, Paul, my question for you and your prediction 5-1 or 5-0?
1: Well, last time out, Sol went to Inchon and scored five goals. <laughs> Ridiculous, right? Um, and they got possession wise and, and uh, the way that it was played, Inchon's totally deserved to win that game. Yeah. They battered Sol, but Sol scored five goals with, uh, I don't know, maybe five or six chances.
2: I think at the time we talked about how that was about the fourth time in two years of beating
0: beaten. Yeah, I think it's score for the last two ties between these teams this season is 8 to 1.
2: Yeah. So we're going to win that game three or four now. Can I
0: say play cannot say that because they're going to lose So I'm going to win this 10-0 um, No I, I agree actually I think I might try and head through to this one um, because I've got no plans for, for a game on Sunday although the last time I tried to go to a Seoul game I, uh, I, um, I'm getting gestured that I'm going to go drinking at some point on Sunday I think but yeah I've got no plans for a game on Sunday I no can go get the stadium You can drink at um, hall yeah. with hall There's like an
2: it. amazing view from the midway from my halfway line, this is where I'll be
0: sitting. i sitting. Feel like I've got a, a, an angel and a diablo on my shoulders here, <laughs> sort of tagging me in, in both sides. I may um, go,
2: but I'll be at halfway line.
0: Yeah, um, I just fancy that stadium. Yeah, so I've got a feeling. Uh, that I've got a feeling. So oh,
2: it's
1: best. It's best experience from the away end.
2: Only if you like the team that you're supporting. Okay, so I've ran I've, I've, I've with song. Man, I'm drumming, calling so so uh, so one <laughs> blue things amazing. I'm calling so uh, to win this mm. one. I think it'll
1: be one or two now. Easy. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be a one-all draw. One-all draw. No okay. chance never And we move on to the second-last match. Of the okay, the
2: weekend you uh, stop you there. Just one thing. Uh, the can never to us quickly, right? One-all draw. Would you then surrender ACL hopes? Yep. Okay. Really?
0: Yep. Wow. I think that's too mature. You would surrender your ACL hopes. I would surrender the the championship, or? Or championship or? hopes for ACL hopes. I would. I would hang on to. Okay. Uh, okay. So get okay. Jeju and Ulsan, uh, which is a, another huge huge game. Jeju, Nothing, Jeju, each. Yeah. Nothing each. Nothing each.
2: Um, I think both teams will cancel each other out both teams are great going forward suspect at the back um, so they'll not cancel each other out I think they will I, I,
0: Do, I does, think
2: does cancel each other out not mean like an in draw I think it means There's more so than busy there. Jeju last weekend right? same idea right good going forward weak at the back cancel each other out finish nothing I think, think you are going to see a, a repeat of this old Jeju game in Jeju O-Tan.
0: I disagree I think it'll, it'll be a score draw too old Okay. I think JJ are going to win this okay.
2: I think they're going to win
0: it 1 or 2 now and the final match of the Classic this weekend Sunday evening 6 o'clock kickoff. off Paul High against John Buck
2: away win
1: yeah you got to say away win but we're all hoping that um, someone's going to do us a favour and actually defeat John Buck, but
2: they're we being again well sure well, you, well one third of the podcast is I'm more than happy to see John Buck win the title
0: Okay, so uh, we move on to the to the challenge then, Saturday's seven o'clock kickoff. Busan versus Butchon, quite an interesting game, second against third?
2: Um this is the last chance that Sol and I have of clawing some points back and not finishing in, in, in the bottom playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Uh unfortunately haven't watched But I mean I've watched Bucheon several times this year and I think going forward they're the best team in the in the in the challenge. Actually, I think they're one of the best teams in the K League, to be honest going forward and um, Pusan I've been disappointed with I'm going to go for a away win Pusan okay. to win this one 2-1
0: OK uh, Paul what do, you think?
1: what do you think I'm happy to uh, see, to my seniors knowledge OK
0: notice me Senpai uh, and uh, but I'm going to say I think which one could sneak this one if uh, Waggininho is not in the you know, in the convenience store then I've got a feeling he'll be a, an important player for them heading forward and I was quite impressed by the front line at the weekend they were really uh, good I right? thought they were, they were, they're just pacey they're, they're Pace. really pacey and they move the ball well in, in, in the counter Two or three passes, and you know, and, and even like yeah, the Songnam Nam game at the weekend. Kim Dong Jun made a couple of good saves in the second half, you know, and, and so sort I of kept them in it. Um, so yeah, I've got a feeling that they, they'll they'll be having a mega chance this weekend. Okay, the next one. Um, in any other circumstance, top against bottom would normally be, especially given how dominant Gyeongnam have been this season, uh, a right a walkover. But you know, but Dejan winning the first game In five or six at the weekend, and then and and uh, Gyeongnam as well, um, you know, dropping points. Dejan at home. What do you fancy? Away win.
2: Yeah, I'm going for a draw. I am I'm not impressed by Youngnam over the last couple of weeks. Since I saw them against Songnam I've been I haven't been impressed by them. Yeah. They shot in the lead, they're the best team, most consistent team let's say. But I, yeah, I mean I'm not I have been impressed by them and if DeJoun can can keep get that confidence back up from the weekend, if he finish a draw I think.
0: Yeah, I mean what Jongnam are what Eight points clear um, At the top of the uh, table
2: They've obviously played for it But not they haven't I mean, They don't need to win Every game No And I think that's Playing in their mind as well Right
0: Yeah And that's a seven o'clock Kick-off on uh, Kick-off I should say Sorry On, on Saturday night Okay and then and, uh, The last kick-off On Saturday night Is uh, Songnam Against D The big one Well if you can If you can get down To the game earlier, I'll uh, show you about Aye Well uh, okay Very well played um, yeah, so Songnam uh, at tanshaw at home to to Seoul Ulan. That mean you can't. I'll I'll show you. I'll explain later. Um, it's, it's, was it's that the photo you sent through earlier? It certainly was not. But that's just that was personal. That was for your eyes only, and it was a Snapchat. So uh, let's not talk about that. Uh, Songnam hosting Seoul uh on Saturday night, seven o'clock kickoff. Ulan getting this one off the back of a, a pretty humbling defeat at home to, to Anyang. Mark, what, what do you think?
2: Uh, so here's the stats so far, right? We played Eland three times. Uh, first game was at uh, Jam show, nothing each. Second game was at Tanchon, 2-0. Uh, third game was at Eland one each. Nothing each. Okay. We will not and cannot beat Eland.
0: Paul as the only new do You know player. why?
2: Dan Harris was on my blog before the game. You see things, Bob, do you mean Twitter? No, I have a blog, though. Oh. He keeps on my blog, I don't post very often. Nice. That's why I've stopped posting, because so I don't trust Dan. Uh, he keeps on my blog, finds out what the formation is going to be. No, I'm, I'm, I'm joking, we can't beat them. Uh, and I don't know why, because I don't think they're, they're defensively great. Uh, but we create even less chances against Elan than we normally do. Uh, so I'm going to go for a one each draw, or a nothing each draw. Okay. Uh, I think it's time
1: for Elan to stand up and be counted. They've what had a, a bump in the last two weeks. It's if if as you said confidently a few weeks ago they are going to make the playoffs it's time for them
0: to go on that run. Well they're 13 points behind Songnam now so even a even a victory this weekend 16 maybe even it is and no it's just 13 points yeah so even a even a victory now uh, would, would be a you know a little bit maybe too late but you know there's a big man in the sky watching us looking down upon us giving us his blessings let's hope that he can uh, guide us to, to fourth place this season. Uh, because he is your shepherd. Okay, boy, yeah. Boy, hallelujah. So we move on to Sunday's game. Um, FC Anyang at uh, 7 o'clock kickoff, taking on Asan. <laughs> Anyang winning that game at the weekend against Dylan. W- what do you reckon, Paul? What do you think?
1: I think Asan um, probably there for the taking right now. Yeah. They're going through the same thing as uh, Sangju with losing players and getting new players in. So yeah. a bit of turmoil. Um, why not? Yeah. What do you reckon, Matt?
2: Um, I don't think Turnmay will play, to be honest. Yeah, I think he would be dropped to the bench. But um, So, anyway, guys, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> and the time this week. <laughs> oh, come on, that was relatively funny. Um, so we'll back next week on have episode of J League United. I'm going to go for an Yang win.
0: Okay, an Yang win. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Um, I thought Luke Ian looked good at the weekend there. Um, I've got a sneaky feeling he might pop up again. Um, and the last game. Of the weekends, of the recap of the podcast of all time, uh, Sue One facing facing uh, Ansan at home. Home and Sue One. That's going to be a home win. Yeah.
2: After the two East twelve Week, Youngnam. I think the week before that, obviously the land, uh We discussed about how Suwon One had been uh, below par, um, hadn't been playing as well as they could have, not had the potential and stuff. I think now that. Uh, they've got their central defensive pairing back. Uh, I think if uh, Bruce can get a can get a bit of confidence going. And I think Suwon could start making a run up the table. Uh, so my money's going
0: to be on Suwon. Yeah, undefeated in the last three games against uh you know Apache side. I reckon Suwon will take this this one as well. Yep. Okay, gents, well thank you very much for your time this evening. And um, we're going to finish off with a song that is uh, relevant in a, in a couple of ways. Yeah. Uh, given the fact that we've seen a, a fast and furious hat trick. Uh, in seven minutes and uh, maybe we saw some uh, unexpected friends again uh, in the shape of Magdo cruz after a short voyage to, to the Middle East yeah he's back for good he's back for good yeah take like that I'll oh, take that but it's uh, it's also been a long time since we've uh, since we've seen our friend so yes I'll leave you with that and uh, we'll, we'll see you for next week's pod it's been a long day without you my friend